0: You're listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click, Click Lindsay. Lindsay.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, we're talking about writing your book. And. You have a book in you. You need to write a book and it's time to get off your butt and write your book. That's why I'm having Corey on the show. It really helps with all things digital marketing. It builds credibility. It makes you, it kind of manufactures your celebrity. You can use it as an irresistible offer. You can totally brag about it. You can use it on social media and the list goes on and on and on in my sing song voice. But Corey and I dig into this very important topic today. Even if you think you will never write a book, please listen to this episode and it'll change your mind. Cause I used to be you. I used to be the person who was like a book. I'm never going to write a book, but guess what? I wrote a book. It's been a bestseller out on Amazon for the last six months and it's awesome. And you guys totally need to do it. those who don't know, which you probably should, my, the name of my book out on Amazon is called The Click Technique. And it is a simple way to build a strong digital marketing foundation so you can go and achieve digital marketing success. You can find out more by going to theclicktechniquebook.com. One more little tiny commercial, which is, if you are, did you know, I'm going to start this one with a question, this commercial. Questions, commercials that start with a question are always very powerful. You know what I mean? I know you guys know that I do a ton of free trainings and I do a ton of done with you services. But did you know that TrafficAndLeads.com also specializes in done for you services? Not only are we teaching and mentoring and helping, but we do a crap ton, if I can say that on this podcast, a crap ton of done for you services. So if you are looking, if you are like, oh, this digital marketing stuff is so overwhelming, I don't have time to learn Facebook ads and funnels and email marketing and SEO and pay-per-click and all the things that drive traffic and leads. I wish someone would just freaking do it for me. Guess what? We do do it for you, okay? So all you have to do, if you're looking to build a funnel, if you're looking for Facebook ads, if you're looking for an irresistible offer, or any of the other awesome things that we talk about on this podcast, including launching your book to get it to be a bestseller status. We do all that at the agency. So all you have to do is look us up at trafficandleads.com. You can see all of our services there and reach out. I'll give you a price quote and we'll do it for you. Okay. That's my commercial today. Let's hippity hoppity into this awesome episode with Corey. You guys are totally going to dig it. Hey Corey, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on. Hey, thank you. Yeah, so can you tell the why don't you tell the audience just a little bit about yourself, what you do, and where to find you?
0: Um, So I'm a uh, writing coach, a book editor, and an author, and I help business owners write books in as little as three months. Um, You can find me online at coreywamsley.com. That's Corey with an I. And um, I have a group on Facebook where we talk about uh, how business owners can write books. Um, I also have a fantastic Pinterest page. I have a
1: blog. So I'm all over the place. Awesome. So I remember the first time I went to a conference and the gentleman was talking about the, the power of writing a book and he called it a like a business card book almost. And I remember being like, it never and i was like in digital marketing space and everything and i remember being like it never occurred to me it seems so far out of reach there is no way i can do that but fast forward a few years later you know now i'm a published author it's been a bestseller on amazon for 6 plus months and it really does help a business owner establish a lot of credibility but i want to turn turn that back over to you and if you wouldn't mind telling the audience just for those who it's never occurred to them why does a business owner need to write a book? Okay. Well, first of all, you touched on the
0: credibility point. Um, anyone can hop on Facebook and say, hey, this is awesome. Try this. It takes you know 10 seconds to do that. But if you sit down and write a book, then you have a lot to say on a topic. And that's telling the world, hey, I have a lot to say. I'm an expert and I'm willing to put this out there for anyone to read um, because people pass their books around to their friends, uh, their business owners. They say, Hey, you got to check this out. She has some really great tips. So anyone can read this and you don't necessarily know who. So to be able to stand behind your word with that kind of confidence, it really says something about who you are as a business owner. Um, so that's the first point. Um, second, you can use your book in so many different ways. I've known people to write just a smaller book um, with a lot of, you know, very quick, easy information, and use it as a client magnet. So they can le- put it up on their website as a lead magnet or um, hand it out at a conference. Uh, something like that can help you know build your credibility and show people you know this is a little bit about what I do. You know, come back to me. And you'll get even more. Um, You can also use it to reach out to media. Um, A lot of people will, you know, uh, uh, reporters will post that they're looking for an expert in whatever field. And if you have a book on the topic, you can reach out to them and say, hey, I'm really passionate about that. I wrote a whole book on it. In fact, I'm a best-selling author. Um, You know, whatever other credit you want to give to them, uh, you want to let them know about you. Um, So that's something you can do with your book.
1: I love it. I love it. What would you say to people who are like, nobody is going to want to read a book about my specialty. It's like maybe like they're in the insurance business or taxes or something like that. What do you have to say to people who are like, no, this isn't going to work for me in my niche?
0: Um, Well, niches like that are ones that you really do need people to write about because not everybody understands them yeah um, I don't know a lot about you know life insurance, for example. maybe I don't know why I need it or some tips and tricks for um you know making the most of that. Um, maybe I don't know how much I need. There are so many questions that you can answer with your book that would really help people. maybe they don't feel comfortable reaching out to an agent and asking these questions. they might feel silly doing that. so if they pick up this book um, where you're answering you know the top thirty questions that i've gotten in my career on this topic, uh, you know they could go through that and say, oh, yeah, I did want to know about that. I, I didn't understand this either. So if you do have a niche where you feel like oh, it's going to be dry, it's going to be boring, um, that's where you need to write your book and really let your, uh, your personality shine through. Uh, it doesn't have to be super dry and boring like a textbook. It can be fun, it can be informative, and you can really help a lot of people.
1: I love it. I love that answer. What do you have? to? I know I have all these questions. What do you have to say to people who are like, I am not a writer. There is no way I can write this book. I do not have, or there's a million books out there and I have nothing new to add. Okay. Well, yes, there are a million books out there. Um, but everybody's experience
0: is very different and you have to consider too, that my book, for example, isn't going to appeal to, um, like Probably older businessmen. Um, I typically work with a lot of women who own businesses, maybe from their thirties up to their sixties. Um, maybe a guy starting out in his business isn't going to read my book. You know, there are different audiences for different people, so you're going to appeal to different people. Um, you know, even uh, I'm sure lots of real estate agents or insurance agents know tons of other real estate or insurance people, and you're friends with them. And, you know, maybe you feel a little competitive, but you know that there are plenty of people out there looking for those type of people. So, you know, there's abundance, there's enough to go around, you don't have to worry about that.
1: That makes sense. Just for so we all so we can all understand your example. What is the name of your book? Um, All of my books
0: are fiction right now, but I am working on a nonfiction book. Um, I haven't done the name for it or anything. I just have kind of an outline and some brief points on, um, it'll be about how to write a book for your business.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So is, here's my next question. Is it expensive to publish a book? Do you have to find like a publisher? Now I'm acting like one of my audience members. Uh, Do you have to find (laughs) a publisher? Like, what do you have to do? Is it expensive? There's no way I can afford this. Okay. Um, first of
0: all, it does not have to be expensive unless you want it to be expensive um so if you have a lot of money you want to throw at it by all means do that (laughs) yeah yeah. Um, I I always tell people um you know you can you can work around certain things um you don't have to have a writing coach for the whole process you know maybe you want to reach out to someone and and get like one uh you know one coaching session up front just to plan out the book. And then you can write on your own, you know, if you're really good at being self-paced. I know there are some platforms that will charge you to upload your, your copy of your book, and then others will let you do it for free. Um, KDP, which is under Amazon, for example, um, you can upload your book for free, the interior and the cover. So you don't have a cost there. Um, I will say that if you're looking at where you want to spend your money, You want to put it toward editing your book to make sure that everything inside is clean and polished and makes sense Um, because everyone makes mistakes. We all say something and it doesn't make sense. Um, So you want somebody who is a really good editor who can go through and clean that up and catch all those little things. Make sure that when your reader picks it up, they know what you're talking about. Yeah. The other place I would put money on this is on your cover. Uh, You want it to look professional. you know, people do judge a book by its cover. When they see it, you want it to be a good reflection of you and how professional you are in your business.
1: And would you, do you have any of your favorite, like you wouldn't go out to Fiverr or something for a book cover, would you? I personally personally would not. Um, no, I feel like
0: sites like Fiverr kind of devalue creatives. Um, I would ask around if you don't know a, Uh, a good graphic artist or a good designer who could do it um reach out to somebody whose book cover you like and say i love your book cover i was wondering who designed this for you and i'm sure that they would be willing to you know give you the name of that person if they've had a good relationship with them Um, i have several people that i always send my clients to because I've been very happy with their work.
1: Awesome. So you guys can get in touch with Corey and she'll tell you who her book cover designer is. I want Before we leave this topic, I want to touch on editing for, for just another second because I couldn't agree more. That is so important. Like even regardless of if you are if you fancy yourself a good writer, which I do not. So I definitely needed an editor. But even with somebody who fancied themselves a good writer, I highly always recommend an editor. But there are two kinds of editors, right? There's a line editor and there's a, what's the other one called? Like an editor editor. <laughs> Help me, Corey. There are different levels, and I think
0: people call them different things based on what they've learned. Um, You might just need a proofreader, which is kind of the lowest end where somebody just reads through and makes sure it makes sense and you have all your periods and commas in there. Right. You didn't leave out words. So that's a very low level, quick edit. Um, the ones that I do are a copy edit, which might be what you're referring to as a line edit. That is yes. Thank you. Yeah. So that is kind of going through making sure everything looks clean. It sounds good. Um, one of the biggest things I do in a copy edit is tightening things up. So cutting out phrasing, like there are, Um, you know, just cutting out extra words that are in there. Uh, I mean, we tend to write the way we talk, And we talk kind of wordy. So you'll have phrasing that could really be reduced to one word. So that's the kind of stuff that I tend to do with a copy edit, plus I also do the proofreading at the end. So you get all of that together. Um, Another level of editing is the developmental edit. And that is basically like a gut and remodel of your whole manuscript. So somebody would be going in, moving a lot of text, telling you, add this, take this out, Mm -hmm. shift this around, this chapter needs rewritten. Um, So that would be for if you... Just have a lot of thoughts and really have no idea how to organize it. And you haven't worked with a coach on the front end of it. Makes
1: sense. Makes sense. OK, I want to get yeah. into this coaching aspect because I uh, I feel like that's how most people are even going to get this done. But let's pretend that we have some highly motivated individuals in the audience and they are gung ho to write this book. Can you just outline a few steps on how you recommend getting started versus, you know, like some people will just open up word and stare at the blinking cursor. Like what what do I do? Okay. Um, Anyone
0: who's been in business for a while probably has some blog posts. You have bullet points from a talk you've done. You have something written down already. Uh, The first thing I would do is go through and see what you have and figure out what it is you want to write about and if any of that stuff can be used to fill in the topics Uh, because before you write anything you need to have an outline for your book Mm -hmm. that is the most important thing because if you don't have a roadmap you're not going to get anywhere
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, so whenever I do an outline for a book then I see where blog posts can be plugged in Um, you might have some holes there then you can fill in in between and I always recommend that you don't just make a book out of all your blog posts and not add anything else. Because if someone can just go your website and get the same information, I don't think that's fair to make them pay for it, too. It's it just doesn't feel honest to me.
1: Right? That makes sense. So develop an outline. Does that look like um, creating the title of your book and then like chapter headings or is it more, is it different than that? Um,
0: I would just write out the numbers like one through 10, one through 15, something like that. Um, Give a brief description of what each chapter is going to cover and then write a paragraph underneath each about what you want to include in that chapter. I leave titles and chapter titles till last because it's not important to have that stuff up front you just need to know what you're going to talk about you you can add the fancy title later
1: makes sense so do you find that like um so i do like a lot of logo design over here at the agency and it's almost like naming their baby right like it's just it's just this. they're very like upset about like they just put a lot of thought into it and it's just this big thing right because it is like the epitome of your business Do you find that people really struggle with naming their books? It it
0: depends. I think it's funny you refer to it as naming their baby because I always refer to editing as telling someone their baby's ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, yeah, so it is, it is very similar when you write, it's really close to your heart and uh, you know, the right book title has to be something that feels good to you and it has to also resonate with your audience. So you know, there's, there's a little bit of a trick there when you get into it. But uh, I have found that a lot of times when I'm working with a client, we'll be reading a section and I'll go, Oh, here's your book title right here.
1: Oh, and it just, just pops out like, to you. You're like, you like, it's like starts glowing off the page for you.
0: Yeah. It's just some phrase that they wrote when they were in the middle of, you know, just pouring everything out on the page. And that's how, you know, you get the book title. Uh, it again, it has to be something that appeals to you, appeals to your audience, and it has to tell what the book is about. So even if it's, you know, some fun, fancy, sexy sort of title, um, putting just a plain standard subtitle, you know, this is how you get a thousand customers in two weeks or, you know, whatever. Right, right. know, Subtitle. So they know, ooh, this sounds really cool. And
1: I know what it's about. I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about, the the where a book coach comes in. So tell me a little bit about why someone would need a book coach, why it's a good idea, and kind of what you do.
0: Okay. Um, so a book coach is more than just accountability, more than just a cheerleader. Uh, when I coach people through their book, I give them certain things that I expect to see back. Uh, we have you know deadlines, obviously. And then I review their materials for them and tell them so they're not waiting until they've written the whole book and then handing it to an editor and finding out, oh, I really should have talked about this. This wasn't clear. So it's almost like editing while you're writing um, and it gives you insight you know, from a professional so you can continue writing and adjust your writing with that stuff in mind. I think it's really helpful um, especially for someone who's never written a book before to get feedback, just because it, you know, even if you are on the right track, it lets you know that you're on the right track. And then if you are missing out on some elements, or, you know, you're writing a certain way that tends to be uh, really confusing, then you can fix that up front. And um, I do that in a couple of ways. I have, I have a three month program that I do with with writers. And then I also do one-on-one coaching. And those two are very different programs. The one-on-one obviously would be, you know, basically I'm your best friend. I would be giving you lots of feedback. You're sending me every single thing you write. Um, With the coaching program that I do, I have, um, I actually have six people enrolled in one right now. And, I get on every two weeks, we talk over the topic. And then once a month, they send me a chapter so I can review it and give them feedback on their writing.
1: And they can like the goal for that program is that they get their books written in three months. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. I love it. Um, uh, so just I just want to say one thing to the audience, which is, writing even like I'm extremely, I'm an extremely motivated person, but it even took me like a year to freaking get off my rear end and write my book. So I could not recommend even like the book will help your business so much. I highly recommend you finding a coach or some sort of like accountability or support program because staring at that blinking cursor kind of sucks. Is that fair to say? Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. So Corey, you have been so much help. Thank you so much for coming on the program. Before we go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you to let the audience know anything that I maybe didn't ask you. And again, how to find you and your valuable services. Okay, well,
0: I want to leave everybody with one tip. And that is I give you permission to write a messy first draft. You don't have to be perfect. Just get it all out. Don't edit yourself as you're writing. Don't say, oh, I need a word. I'm going to go research for half an hour and end up down a rabbit hole write a messy first draft, highlight a section you don't like, go back later. And if you want to find me, uh, I'm coriwamsley.com. That's C-O-R-I-Wamsley.com. I I also have the brilliant business book intensive. And every three months, uh, we're going to be starting a new course so people can write books for their business. And I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm going to be holding a retreat. I have author events. I have all kinds of stuff. So check it out on corywamsley.com and click on my events page.
1: I love it. Thank you, Corey. And just once again, those thesaurus holes that you guys can dig yourself into just take away a lot of time. So I would totally follow Corey's advice and do not go down the thesaurus hole. I love it. Thank you, Corey, for being on the show. I told you it was an awesome episode. Now you should stop listening right now and get to work on your book. Okay, we gave you a lot of tips and tricks on how to not just open up Word and stare at that blinking cursor icon. Corey gave you permission to not go down a thesaurus hole and create a really crappy book to start with and then clean it up. And it's the same philosophy that I teach with all digital marketing. You've got to take those initial first steps. They are the hardest. So if you have 10 pages of a book written, it's gonna be that much easier to finish it up than taking that first step and actually writing the first few steps. So, very powerful episode. I don't care what niche you're in, it's time to write your book, okay? Now, before I let you go, if you enjoyed this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast, and if you want a copy of my awesome book, I'll sign it and send it to you, and I'll do that for free if and only if you leave me a review. On the podcast. You can leave it on Stitcher, on Facebook, on iTunes, on wherever you're listening to this. By the way, we're on Spotify now, but I don't think there's a way to leave reviews on Spotify. I'll have to look. But if you leave me a review and you simply send me an email, Lindsay at oneclicklinsey.com with a cut with like a screenshot of the review and your address, I will send you a signed copy of the click technique. You'll read the click technique, it'll be the most amazing thing you've ever read and you'll implement it and then your business will start working online look at this look at this future i just painted for you okay that's an it for today i will talk to you guys next week this is one click lindsay with traffic and where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away